when you feel like striking out. Hey there, everybody. It's time for Go Yard, and I am Mama Matt. And right here with me, my co-host is Dr. Angel Falzoni, and good to see you, Doctor, and how are you? I am doing well. How are you doing, Mama Matt? Have we recovered from graduation week? You, I know. It's your son, busy. Anthony, graduated last week from high school, yes, and my did. oldest grandson, Chase, did in Indiana, and I was up there and had a wonderful time. And it's just cool to get these kids graduated, and then they move on and, and do whatever they're doing next, so kind of fun it's it's fun it's exciting it's it's nice they they've you know they've done that go yard thing you know hit a home run and graduated and moved on yes they have starting the next (laughs) phase of their lives so we are excited about the series last week we played a rerun on purpose i was in indiana and tonight is fresh and live as always on uh tan talk 1340.com and then it's played a lot on the Starcom Media Network and and we are so excited about everything going on on Starcom Media and of course on this station where we are here live in the studio right now. So doctor our subject has been the problem with Passivity. Passivity. And Chris, the engineer, says he can't even spell it or pronounce it. What? <laughs> what? What? You want to define it? Let's because this that hurts. <laughs> does that hurt? Well, you're the one who said it. This is part three, right? Of the this problem with part passivity. Yes. And so, well, being passivity, let's just put it back in its definition. It's, let's do. It's the learned tendency to live life at half speed. Okay. It's that what leaves us feeling, you know, that glass is half half empty kind of mentality okay um we're half heartedly we're committing to goals and projects so it's passivity is not what we're doing it's what we're not doing it's omission it's you know not saying what we need to say not okay. doing what we need to do not accepting challenges maybe not taking risks so just letting life happen and hoping for the best or yeah. letting the chips fall where they fall that kind of concept Kind of like getting in a car and sitting in the back seat and just letting the driver go wherever they want to go. Ah, good metaphor. Yeah, that is. Yes. And uh, I prefer to be driving, frankly. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, we did have a caller make this comment. And uh, this came in to us. And I want to start the show with this tonight. Um, This person said, um, you know, everybody says that I may be passive, but I'm really easy to get along with. And people say you know, that I'm likable and there's nothing wrong with me the way I am. And this person is saying, you know, I'm beginning to see from these shows that maybe I'm pretty passive, but hey, people like me. It's working for them. It's working for them. And so why should I change, the person asks. Oh, maybe they think it's working for them. Um, You know, passive people, yes, they may present like they're easy to get along with, but they're the kind of people who will start harboring that resentment Uh because they aren't voicing what they want or what they like. And so instead of voicing who they really are, they're not being true to themselves, first of all. So they're not being authentic. Um, However, it's kind of the self-destruction because it causes us to react instead of act and to control instead of respond and to manipulate instead of to make and so Mm. people may like us being passive because they get to have all the choices and the decisions and it's their way but it's not true that's not a true relationship so the person who's passive and says everybody likes me it's okay i'm i'm flying under the radar is also missing out on a lot of things in life where they could be doing more of what they want to do in certain situations and not always be controlled true but they can be controlling too that way right well and that's that passive aggressive passive aggressive tendency we've talked about you know yeah. passive people who live in passivity tend to be passive aggressive which means that's their way of controlling under the radar. Right. And so it's not healthy. It's not a healthy way to live. It's not healthy for our relationships. And although it may look like it's working on the surface, it's really not. Because passive people really aren't happy when they look down inside. Okay. They're not content. Yeah, they're not fulfilled. And the negativity is, is huge in passive people, isn't it? can be very huge, absolutely. Yeah. Because 
they take that mentality that life is just happening to them. Right. And all they're the victim. This I can't believe this is happening and this is happening and this is happening. Oh, the victim mentality is big with passive people, right? Very big because they're stepping back and letting it happen. Mm -hmm. So they had no control over it in their perspective. And so woe is me. Right. Becomes the line you hear. However, they're giving their power away. Right. Exactly. They're choosing to. When we give our power away, it's a choice. It's a conscious choice we make. So they're doing that because what? They're lazy or it's the easy road or they just don't want to ruffle somebody's feathers or they're just not motivated to express their opinion. What? I would say E, all the above. Oh, all the above. (laughs) I think um, different individuals have different motivations for passivity. Some people just don't want conflict. Right. And so if I just agree with everything that you're doing and saying, then it's going to be okay because there's no conflict. But it's not okay because you said resentments and bitterness are harboring and and stuff like that happen. Resentments and, and and then it's never really okay. Absolutely. I mean, there can be people... Um, you know, an example of passivity would be, you know, somebody may not want to do something with another person, but instead of saying, I don't want to do this event with you, they just kind of create something else to happen where they can't do that event. So now it's somebody else's fault. Oh, and it wasn't instead of my honest communication, I just don't want to attend that party. Okay. So it's a lie. Yeah. It's a lot of dishonest (laughs) communication. It's manipulating situations. So I don't have to stand up and take that active role. Is it possible, doctor, that a lot of these people don't want to hurt the other person's feelings? Could be. Okay. Could be. Could be that sensitivity where I don't want to hurt someone else's feelings. And when we're active instead of passive, we don't have to be rude about it. Right. You know, we can just say, oh, I'm going to pass on that party this time, but thank you for inviting me. That wasn't rude. Right. Right. And you don't have to give a reason. Because I know a lot of codependent people, uh, they are just full of reasons. And, well, I can't do this because, and I can't do that because, and and it's that kind of thing, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we need to be honest in our communication. And so if we don't want to engage in something, we need to be honest about, I'm not going to do that, or I'm choosing not to do that. Because when we use all these other excuses, this passive thing going on, and now I'm talking with my hands in the studio. (laughs) No, that's all right. When we use those, the problem is, is we're not being honest with the person. So they're not really getting what's going on inside of us. And they just keep thinking, you know, all these other events are happening. So I, I can't do this. Right. And so it's not fair. It's not fair to the person. Right. So, okay. So honesty, we're back to that, right? Honesty. Extremely important. Okay. So we, we touched on this on our second show on, which was two weeks ago tonight on understanding why you tend to act passively. And we, we hit a lot of things and maybe just a quick review, but one of them was there's just no willpower to change or there's no hope. You just feel like you're in a, catch 22 situation that you can't get out of true and you know you know hope can go down and the problem when we're passive and we're letting life happen to us it can be very challenging for us to find where our power is again right because we're so used to not having it or not using it right and so then it feels hopeless but the hope is is you do have the power and so it's just kind of retraining your mind to find that power and start using your power. Okay. Let me take a break here just for a second and invite you to call in. You can do that. We would love to have you call in if you are listening live, 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. You can actually use our new Google text number anytime, 24-7, 365. It doesn't have to be during the show. It could be during when uh, the show airs on Starcom Media, which are various times, so there's no point in me trying to tell you when those are but anyway um and the text number is get ready you can write it down 727-888-4171 so i will check my phone because those come directly to my phone right here in the studio and see if anybody has asked a question or a comment by text tonight 727-888-4171 call in anytime during the show 727-441 3,000. We love audience participation, don't we, Doctor? Oh, we sure do. I mean, and we have a, we did a, uh, a question and answer show again two or three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, and the, the questions just keep coming in from our listeners. So we want you to send your questions. You can do that on text, or you can also email us at goyard2014. No, 
yeah, goyard2014 <laughs> at gmail.com. Okay. Oh, I was got it mixed up with our website, which is goyard13. No, it is, yes, 1340.org. No. That's Facebook. <laughs> All right. We got so many we addresses going at. in here. Goyard2014.org. That's it. That is what it is. Thank, Thank you. you, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for straightening us out. I have had a long day here, as you can see. But anyway, okay, doctor, back to the subject of passivity. So people need to gain willpower and desire to be more than they are in certain areas of their lives, right? Absolutely. And we start gaining willpower by changing our thoughts. Oh, our thoughts. That's right. That's the key to willpower because when we change our thoughts, our thoughts affect our feelings, affect our behavior. So it's the spiral cycle. If we need to need to gain action, which is the behavior, right. we have to start by changing the thoughts and by changing the saying, you know, I do have some power here. Right. I can do something. You know, there's a Bible verse that just came to me as you were saying that in Proverbs. It says, as the, a man thinketh, so is he. So okay. true. So true. What we think. Right. Was what we, we do and what, how we feel and what we become. So when we are not liking how we're feeling, when we're not liking our actions, when we need to start backing track, what are we thinking? What right. thoughts are we we're feeding our mind? And so a lot of times passive people are really uh, very introspective, would you say? True, and their and their thoughts are very negative. It's the okay. you know, I'll never, I can't, you know, that those very negative type. They thoughts. have very little hope mm-hmm. for change. Mm-hmm. They've always been this way a lot of times. True, or, and so we look at it like clinically. We talk about clinically. Like, oh, I like the clinical word. For a Let's go clinical. All right, I'm gonna go clinical. Let's for a go minute. clinical, Chris. <laughs> Let's get clinical. There you clinical. go. okay all right clinically speaking there's two kinds of people there are people who have something called an internal locus of control which means i'm taking personal responsibility and i know where my power is and i know where my power is not so when things aren't working in my life the way that i would like them to they're the kind of people who look in and say okay what can i do right Okay, then we have the passive people who fall into something called the external locus of control. All right. So when things aren't going well and when life isn't really rolling the way they want, it's why is everyone else doing this to me? Aha. Oh, that helps See, explain Here's that. the problem. Right. We learned way back in what the illusion of control, the only thing we can control is ourselves. Exactly. And so when we give that control out to others, then we really are powerless to change our life or our situation or anything because it's, why is everyone else doing this? I can't change everyone else. And I get so tired of hearing people, and I know you do too, people I've, I've talked to in counseling and other things through the years, it's always somebody else's fault. I mean, because that happened, I, you caused me to do this. And because, you know, they don't take responsibility, you know. True, and even... Things can really be someone else's fault. I'm not t- saying that. Oh, Nothing absolutely. Is never they can. anybody else's fault. The right. problem is, is still, what can I do? How can I change this? If somebody else is giving me a negative behavior, then what could I do? Well, maybe I need to back off from this relationship. Maybe I need to change my circumstances. I still have power in what I can do, even if something is going on that's terrible or bad or some, you know, someone else's fault. Right. Um, it doesn't mean that people don't have responsibility for things that can affect our lives. It just means internally I'm looking at what can I do right. to help this? What can I do to change this? Right, which is healthy. Which is healthy. Okay, so it's taking personal responsibility, and we talk about that a lot. <laughs> That's do. a bell ringer, personal responsibility, and a lot of people don't do that, doctor. It's easier to complain and gripe and put and put the, the the problem on somebody else instead of saying, okay, why am I feeling these feelings? Or why? what can I do to change this situation? What you're saying is passive people do their best to put the problem, everything on someone else, the blame on someone else. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. And then not only is the blame there, but then the responsibility for action lies there too. So until that other person fixes it or changes it, they're going to, you know, this passive person is going to let it keep rolling. Right. Um, I just had a conversation this week with someone 
and we were talking about you know an atrocity that they had gone through in childhood and how they were stuck in this and they couldn't get their life to move forward because these atrocities happened and I looked at them and I said, but you know, the person who did this to you is they're living life. They're going on vacation. They're enjoying their days. They're do- they're not sitting back and thinking, oh, I'm so sad about what I did to that person. <laughs> but yet you not right. only experience this atrocity, but now you're you're not looking forward to your life. You're not moving exactly. up. You're not processing it and letting healing happen. Right. You're stuck. They're not stuck. No, they just go on. The abuser or the perpetrator or whatever usually can go on pretty well. They do, surprisingly. Yeah. It's like you're continually in that (laughs) that mindset of that, uh, whatever happened, that abuse or that atrocity, and and the victim gets stuck in that, and then they feel powerless. Right. And so they actually attract more junk, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Becomes like a magnet, I mean, to to finding people who will treat them that same way it that, can very much i've seen that because then the they years. start thinking of themselves as less than right. not enough and then what they're sending is those messages to other people and then they're picking it up and so exactly our challenge here is we need to take personal responsibility of what i can do to help myself in this situation okay Exactly. Uh, Can you go back to that quote that we did two weeks ago from Henry Ford? Because I love that quote, and I think it really fits right here. Okay. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. It starts with our thoughts. It's our thoughts. So if I continually dwell on everything awful that's ever happened to me and all the drama of this or that or whatever the case may be, and... It, it, it'll, it'll it'll never make us feel better. It'll always continue to make us feel worse. True. But I also want to make sure I'm clear on this. I'm not telling people to just ignore like it didn't happen right, either. No, no. We do need to process it, put it in its place, work through the feelings, and then we can move forward. That's what's so good about therapy, you know, or Absolutely. finding somebody that will help you process. That is so important. Now, of course, that's what you do, doctor, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. That's your job to help people process. And do you find that people are resistant to that process? Um, depends. I find there's a lot of people in a lot of different um places on the continuum and you know sometimes when people just they've had enough they're tired of living this less than life they're tired of feeling defeated i feel that's when they're really more willing to throw their hands up almost and surrender okay whatever it takes let's do this and then when they haven't when they're not quite there that there's a lot more resistance to okay process so they got to get tired of being tired sick and tired and and all of that of the same old same old going through the same problems having the same issues and you know when you can't do it for anybody else they have to choose to do it for themselves right so and do they have to ask for help i mean or can i mean yes i know people can work things through themselves but Mm -hmm. it's a little harder don't you think without another perspective yes it's nice to have another perspective and it doesn't have to be a professional it can be you know a trusted friend a confidant a mentor you know somebody that you're close to right because we do get tunneled into things and we lose perspective easily sometimes so it's better than to just really accept the fact that maybe you're in a situation right now that you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results which is the definition of insanity insanity so when we are like that and we have not made progress in an area and we're finding ourselves continually reacting in a passive way and just letting life happen. I think we played the song a couple of weeks ago. Que sera, sera, whatever right. will be, will be. You know, future's not ours. To, you know, I mean, when we act like that over and over again, it's going to come to a point where we just get more miserable and more miserable and more negative or we desire to change. Don't you think? True. And so what I'm encouraging us to do is let's start taking that inward look in and what can I do? Where is my power? Even if it's a little baby step on power, it's a step in the right direction. Oh, we're going to talk about what we can do about this subject. Uh, Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Call a friend. Tell them to tune in.
professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's List and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. From the Sunshine State, this is Tampa Bay's Tan Talk. Mama Mac and Dr. Angel Falzone. I like those songs, Chris. Those are great. And I tell you, uh, that's exactly where we are in our discussion, Dr. Angel, about the problem with passivity is a lot of times people begin to realize, man, I don't feel good. I, it just seems like every time I turn around, I just, ugh, I'm feeling less and less hopeful or less and less at ease you know emotionally you know we're not talking about physically although it can affect our physical bodies oh absolutely emotional always can affect our physical and we had a question text in on the break okay and the the person text in is you know i can see myself with both parts of the clinical both meaning the internal and external locus of control right what do i do how do i help that good question that's a great question and so i would just challenge you to you know make a list what are the the things that you're taking that personal responsibility responsibility for and what are the things are you blaming or giving that responsibility away for so you can kind of see some areas that you might want to work on oh absolutely so it's that kind of self-evaluation which is good that's great and i think some people have that that dualistic part and that's okay if we have it we need to recognize it so that we can move forward and that was a very um great question a lot of reflection in there so i appreciate that absolutely Thank you, Texter. Yeah. So when and anybody else who wants to do that or call in, let me give you the numbers real quick before we go on with our discussion. If you want to call in, that's great. 727-441-3000. 727-441-3000. You can text anytime, 24-7-365. Doesn't have to be during the show. 727-888-4171. Or if you just have a question, you want to, to write it real quick while we're on the air, do it now. 727-888-4171. We realize that some people would rather text than call in because they get nervous and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so we, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I think it's time that we kind of take this more on the upswing. Let's so do let's it. Let's give them some tools. Let's do it. I love tools. Uh, and so the, one of the biggest things that we need to do is start getting motivated. Right. Um, you know, finding the reason and the purpose to do things. Right. I think that we get stuck when we're passive is that we're lacking that motivation mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. 
think about your greatest wish and envision it having it fulfilled. Oh, wow. Think about it. What would it look like? What would it feel like? Wow. That's a good question. How would you know your wish was fulfilled? What would your life look like? Mm-hmm. When you wake up the next morning, just pretend you went to sleep and in the middle of the night, your wish was fulfilled. What would your life start looking like? How wow. would you know it was fulfilled? That's cool. That's great. It is great because yeah. that's where our motivation starts to get. So you're, you're developing a vision of what it can be. And so what are we doing? We're changing our thoughts. Our thoughts. There we go. As a man thinks, so is he. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we can like start setting very small goals to start working towards. Reward ourselves with little milestones. Right. You know, it's funny because this is a silly one, and I know I've used this on air quite a few times, but when I clean house, okay, <laughs> I, I like to clean house while I'm watching shows. And so when the commercials come on, all of a sudden, I'll powerhouse and clean stuff. Okay. And so that's like my re- my reward is I get to sit back down and watch my show for a few minutes. That sounds cool. silly, but you know what? I can get a lot of house cleaning done that way. And I have my little list of what I can do on a commercial and I go powerhouse and get something done, check it off my list and I get to watch more shows. You know what? I think that is a great thing. I love making lists and checking things off, which we've talked about a lot on this show, but it really does it, it gives you a sense of accomplishment, it you does. know? And I like that idea. Do your power yeah, Crazy. I, really, I really don't like cleaning. It's not my favorite thing to do. That's why you so. get your sons to do it, right? Well, they help. But it's do something I want to do and reward. I'm rewarding myself for doing something that right. I'm not highly motivated to do. Okay, and there so you go. Set Reward yourself. It's okay. Because so many people are overwhelmed, aren't they? By the the maybe they've identified the fact that yeah, I'm pretty passive and I do act aggressively, etc. Or whatever you know, they're they realized tonight maybe. And it's just, where do they begin? How do they change this? How right. do they get out of the rut? And the thing is, it's one small step at a time. And over time, you'll start seeing chunks of change. And chunks so, of change. <laughs> <laughs> you are such... Small, small you, steps. You love that chunking thing, I don't do. you? I do. I like working small. Because here's the deal. When we do things quickly, it's not change that lasts. I don't care what we do. You know, people want to go and lose 30 pounds in two months. Well, you know what? That's not lifelong change. Right. It's not. You know, when we do it slow, when we are changing our lifestyle, we're adding in exercise, we're watching what we eat. Right. And we're taking this into a whole new lifestyle habit. Those are the changes that last. Absolutely. So our life is, we're not on the motivation trailer. We're not living our life to our purpose, our fulfillment we want. We can't just go, okay, I'm going to powerhouse this in the next month and get to this point and think that's going to, we're going to have this energy to sustain that. Right. We're not. Well, let me give you a baseball metaphor right All there. Right. Since our, the title or, yeah, the, our, the name of our show is Go Yard. Um, in, uh, Joe Madden was famous for this with the Rays and they still do this. It's called small ball. And do you know what small ball is? I do not. Okay. Small ball is emphasizing things that just move a guy over one base, steal a base, um, you know, different, different things that Joe Madden was really good about teaching these guys how to, and not just say, okay, all we care about is everybody hitting a home run. No, let's, let's start with a walk. Or let's start with a base hit, you know, and let's value that. So small ball, you small know, ball and that's it. Isn't that cool? I mean, and that's really what you're talking about here. Let's start with those small changes. Let's not expect the home run right every minute of every day. Small ball. Let's start there. A whole bunch of small ball. will start getting you. Exactly. Scores and home runs eventually. Ooh. And that's where we want to go. And you know what? It's okay to ask for help when you need it. No way. It really is okay. Give your permission. (laughs) You know, sometimes we need help. We need support. Right. You know, sometimes we just get overwhelmed. Right. And we just need a little bit of help to get back on track. Yeah, absolutely. And once we get back on track, then we think we, we feel that accomplishment. Exactly. And even if it's one little area that we need a little help to kind of get that cleaned up for ourselves, whatever it is we're working on in our lives. That one accomplishment will give you more strength for your next accomplishment. Absolutely. So the more we accomplish, the more we're building, we know, our muscles. We're building those muscles to be able to take on the next thing that we have to do and the next goal and the next movement forward. And we're and then now we're in activity and we're not in passivity. Exactly. So it's just one step at a time, small ball. Um, 
how, where does compassion enter in with passive people? Because a lot of times I think passive people, you know, they can they can think that they're being compassionate, but they're really not being compassionate towards themselves. No, they're not because they're not being true to themselves because right. I'm not communicating in honesty. Right. When And so when I'm not communicating in honesty, I'm not being compassionate towards themselves. So, you know, we want to be compassionately assertive. Meaning compassionately you, assertive. Boy, those are tongue twister. Okay, <laughs> let's let's define that, Dr. Angel Falzoni. This is the person that takes responsibility for the quality of the relationships in our lives. Okay. Explain that. Well give us some examples. When I haven't heard from somebody in a long time, I could be passive and be like, Oh, I guess they just don't want to talk to me. They must they're like you know, they're so busy. Instead of what my phone dials out, why don't I pick up the phone and say, Hey, I'm thinking of you. Your phone dials out? It does. Oh wow. <laughs> sometimes passive people just keep waiting for their phone to dial oh, in. And then they get mad when people aren't calling them or showing an interest in them or whatever, instead of being more aggressive to reach out and be compassionate and that's toward being others compassionately aggressive if i'm thinking of somebody maybe i'll send them a an email or write a card and put it in the mail but i'm taking responsibility for the quality of relationships and not just waiting for you to do it all okay where does apologies come in in that whole because I think a lot of times passing people sit and wait on somebody to apologize. And I've heard this in counseling and they will go through a whole scenario in their head about if that person calls what they're going to tell them off and how they're going to say this and that to them. And they're waiting for this huge, you know, event to happen. This big apology where this person comes to their senses and calls them and says, I am the one that was wrong, etc., etc. And then it doesn't happen and they get more and more discouraged, I think. That's one scenario and that's a big okay. scenario. Another times people who tend to be more passive will just say I'm sorry for everything and it's not genuine oh, wow. just to keep the conflict out. Okay. And, and they'll both, take responsibility for something that, that is right. not their oh, fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. You'll hear the I'm sorry a lot from passive people, too. Okay. Because it's just a way to make that peace bridge come right back. And the issue really wasn't dealt with. Right. The peace bridge. So it's, mm. not, it's not genuine. I like that. Yeah. In both ways, it's not genuine. And so when I have a conflict with someone, you know, I need to be active enough to say, hey, you know, my, you know when this happened, I felt hurt. Right. Let, you know, now we don't have a big drawn out fight about it because I'm coming to you in a humble, compassionate heart. Right. And then we have something we can talk about. Well, I didn't mean for you to feel hurt, you know, and oh my goodness or whatever. Okay. So the passive person that waits on somebody else to come to their senses and see they're wrong. I think a lot of times doctor just builds that up and it just gets worse and worse. The resentments, don't you think the resentment oh, is such a huge much. part of this, you know, and oftentimes people may hurt someone's feelings or do something that's offensive and not even know they've not done even it. know it. So if you're sitting around waiting for them to have this big epiphany, right? They may not even realize that that happened. Right. And so, you know, we need to be authentic and you know that's where oh authentic, authentic. we use that word a lot along with personal responsibility around here because that's being true to who i am that's exactly being true i'm not giving you a lie when i uh, okay but doctor what happens i'm just playing the devil's advocate here when somebody says okay can i talk to you because this happened and hurt my feelings whatever and it's not re received well, what? sometimes it's not received positively, and then, you know, you have to take a step back. Maybe they weren't in the right frame of mind for the conversation. Did you give them a little warning? Hey, can we talk about something? It's kind of important. Maybe they're in the middle of all kinds of chaos in their own world, and they can't even hear you yet. Okay. Maybe they just don't care what you have to say, and then you might <laughs> have to reevaluate your interest in this relationship. Right. Okay. But it still should not, we don't need to be dishonest in our communication if there's an issue we need to we need to talk about it healthy so, ways so the person that just sweeps things under the carpet let's say the abused spouse mm -hmm. okay it could be a male or a female but the person who sweeps it under the carpet real issues that have hurt things that have happened that are really hurting them and they don't bring it up because they don't want a conflict Address that, please, doctor. Well, when you're talking about abuse, you're taking it to a whole new level. Maybe I know. it's just not even safe 
on any level to right. talk about it. So, but even if it's... Let's say verbal abuse, not okay. physical. When we sweep it under the rug, we're st- it's still going to keep happening. Everything's going to keep building. It's going to keep happening over and over and over until we can lay it down. Maybe we need to go to a counselor to lay this down. Right. Maybe we need a third-party intervention at this point. Because if I can come to you with letting you know, hey, I need to talk to you about something important, and we sit down and I tell you I'm feeling X, Y, Z, and then it's a blow-up, we're not able to communicate. So if this is a relationship that I need or I value or I want, then maybe we need a third-party intervention to kind of help us communicate. Right. Okay. But ignoring it will never help it. So, but the the person that's passive, a lot of times, it's been my experience. You can correct me if you're, if I'm wrong because you're the expert here. But it's been my experience that abused verbally, let's say verbally abused people, whether I'm not going to say women, I'm just mm-hmm. in general, verbally abused people tend to want to keep peace so bad that they leave the elephants under the carpet. Until it's so bumpy, you can't hardly walk around. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely know what you mean. And yes, so you they can do. address that, doctor. Well, they do. And the problem is it's not resolving the problem. It continues to grow. It continues to get bigger. And you're continually, your carpet's getting bigger because there's a lot of stuff up under it. Right. And you're becoming, the passivity will lead you into more depression and more resentment, more isolation. And so we have to stop it somehow. So the person, this person that we're talking about that just thinks maybe someday he or she, whoever the person is, will change, they generally don't just change. Well, maybe he or she may change, but maybe he or she needs to hear honest communication about what's really happening. Exactly. Maybe it's happening and it's just something that they're modeled from their life and that's their way of relating and they didn't realize the damage it's causing because no one's talked about it. Right. Maybe they're doing it intentionally, but we won't even know where we can go with this until we've laid it on the table. There you go. Okay. So we got to learn to practice positivity, right? Is that really a word, positivity? Negativity is. Negativity is. I don't know. Positivity? I just don't don't ever hear that. I tend to make up words a lot. I know, doctor. You do. And practice positivity if you're going to overcome passive, aggressive, or passive behavior. You know, I took a, a sticky note and I wrote the letter B and I put a big plus on the top. Be positive. That's my that's my reminder to myself. Very good. Be positive. And that's what we want to do is, you know, stop. The, here we go. Back to the thoughts again. See how things keep coming back to that As thought. a man thinketh, so is he. You know, stop worrying and believing things will just not end up well. Right. You know, we oh. have to, you know, positive thoughts become positive results. Right. Maybe not always the result we think thought it would be at the end but when we're thinking positive we're going to start feeling more optimistic we're going to have more energy so that's a huge key right here if, if there's one thing i keep hearing you say in these shows that we've been doing on passive behavior the problem with passivity is that we tend to allow all the negativity to really just render us inactive yeah it's it, it sits on the throne in our life here's the deal it sits on the throne of our life yes it does. it does well here's the deal with negativity negativity and it's scientifically shown in research that it hurts our immune system okay very good so when we're thinking in those negative thoughts or we're accepting negativity right we're actually physically hurting our body's immune system and ability to fight and ward off common colds and, and sickness we're going to be drained of energy so people get sicker We get sicker. We have less energy. That's probably why we become more passive. Right. More aches and pains. However, positive thoughts increase our immune system, increase our energy level, and it's, you know, the antithesis to helping us fight depression and anxiety. Antithesis, great word. But, But you're right. And so suddenly you start feeling better emotionally. So when we start choosing to feed positive thoughts, and if you don't have positive thoughts, look, there's great, there's, the internet's a great place to start finding some oh, great positive quotes. It's on know, Facebook, everywhere. Quotes. Yeah. Find a few of those. Uh, if you want to use Bible scriptures, whatever right. inspires you, yeah. find a couple, Hang write on them, to them down, put them where you're going to read them every day until you, this becomes in the marrow of who, of who you are, and those thoughts are become more automatic. Absolutely. So don't you think that worrying is one of our worst enemies? I, I mean, 
that's a pretty huge statement. But give me your take on that, doctor. Worrying can be a very big enemy because it keeps us passive, first of all, and it keeps us feeding negative. Okay. So it's kind of like sticking a big load of bricks on our head when we're worrying because a lot of times the things we're worrying about never transpire. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I, I was just talking to someone the other day and they you know, were going to the doctor and they were worried about a medical diagnosis and they were worrying and worrying and worrying. And I'm like, stop. Right. Let's go to the doctor and find out what the diagnosis is first before we, we need to worry. First exactly. of all, because you're blowing this all up in your head. You know, they had themselves having brain cancer. Okay. okay. They had a sinus infection. Right. Okay. So we'll take it that way. And so what it ended up, so they wasted all this energy and strength into this worry. Yes. And it turned out a little antibiotics and they're all good and up and running again. Okay. Good point. So we point. need to start getting information and then we don't, I'm not saying not worry. I'm not saying to worry. I'm saying we need to take information and then take that information and make our next step of action. Okay. Tell me about self-fulfilled prophecy. What is it? Um, How do you define it? Self- Some people may not even know what that means. You know, they're powerful. And so it yeah, kind of goes back is. to that. If I think I can't, I can't. And if I think I can, I can. So self-fulfilled prophecy is, oh, nobody wants to be around me. Guess what? Nobody's going to want to be around you. You know why? Because you're going to start exuding those traits of negativity and not being open and not being friendly because you already have everyone judge that they're not going to want to be around you. Right. And so that's becomes your reality. And so the things that we're prophesying and the negative, that's going to become our reality. That's going to become that. We're going to create it to happen. It's like I hear it all the time with spouses, husband and wives, when one is so worried about the other one cheating that they're going through their phone and they're, oh, you're cheating on me. That's why you're late. And they're feeding this thought. Guess exactly. What? The other one ends up cheating on them eventually. Right, usually. I've seen that too through the years. We just had a text message come in. Are you ready, doctor? Here's the question. How do, you, how do you be compassionate without being walked on? Oh, that's good. And that takes some boundaries. Yeah, boundary setting, right? Definitely takes boundaries because compassion is something that we're giving to someone else. But we have to take our power, too. So we have to know where our boundaries are on what we're willing to give and what we can and cannot give. Right. And so we're walked on when we are allowing people to take more from us than what we have to give. Okay. And so that's where our boundaries come in is saying, no, I'm sorry, I'm not able to do that. Right. Yeah. You know, and so that's... But you can do that lovingly. And we can do it lovingly. And it's okay to be compassionate towards ourselves, right? Absolutely. And we need to because you can't give what you don't have. Yes. And so many of us, especially women, we are so guilty of this that we drain ourselves down to the ground because everyone's needing. Our kids are needing. Oh, our spouses yeah. are needing. Gosh, our jobs yes. are needing. You know, the schools are needing. They right. want volunteer. And we're, we are wearing ourselves thin. We need to set our own lines and say, you know what? It's time for me to fill up my buckets a little bit, so I need to stop. Okay, then. It's important, then, that we understand what we need, right? What we each need. We do. We need rest. We need sleep. We need okay. downtime. We need, we need that. Our bodies need that. And so that's where our boundary setting comes in. Okay. To protect that. Um, we need to be bold and to be strong and persistent in our tries we talked about the failure principle right and it's okay to fail it but is it doesn't mean i never try again right that just means i learned one way not to do something right <laughs> and that's okay sometimes right. our best lessons are learned from the ways all the ways not to do it exactly exactly and uh how about the little statement people make rome wasn't built in a day how does that affect this whole topic of passivity well you know here's the deal we need to understand what we need in order to do something but we need to be realistic in our expectations and that kind of went back to what we were saying you're not going to take 30 days throw all your energy into this and think you're going to just have it all fixed it's not happening absolutely anything worth having takes time oh it does be patient. Be patient. And that's hard for a lot of people. They they see, you know, other people making changes quicker maybe than they are or whatever. They it, do. And we can't measure ourselves against someone else because But we do. We're people do. We do. But we have to stop that because we're all different. We all have different uh, gifts, talents, things we're better at, things we struggle with. We all have different experiences. And we have to measure only ourselves against ourselves. Okay. What about the area of distractions that come in so often when we we decide, okay, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to start speaking up. I'm going to take my power. I'm going to, do, you know, Distractions tell what I need. Distractions obstacles come in all the time. I mean, we're living in a, a life that things just always are continually wow. happening. Unexpected things or things that we become obstacles to us. Like our cell phones. Cell phones could be, <laughs> depending on the person. And right. so when you make a small goal, think about what are some of the things that might keep me from this goal? Okay. You know, if I'm making a goal that maybe I want to lose a little weight, well, may, I know for me, my, my obstacle is going to be chocolate. Okay. So right. then I have to come up with a plan. I'm, how am I, what am I going to do when those urges for chocolate come? Sure. How am I going to handle that? If I don't think about it, guess what's going to happen when that urge for chocolate comes? I'm running. Right. I'm running to the chocolate. Absolutely. And I know this is a silly example. No, that's a good example for a lot of people. But we all have obstacles or whatever we're right. trying to do. You know, um, maybe someone's goal is, you know what, I think I'm just going to, you know, house. I'm going to work on cleaning my house and getting it in order because it's, you know, it's not where it needs to be. But their obstacle may be the TV. Right. And their favorite shows are on. Right. Exactly. So we need to come up with ways that we can overcome those obstacles before we're faced. So plan with them. ahead is what you're saying too. Yeah. When you're really working on this passivity issue and taking back your power, plan ahead of what can happen, and then you're more prepared. You're not being blindsided, and we all pretty much, if you really look inside, you you pretty much know what some of the things that are that going to hold you back. Sure, get in your way. You know, it's anything, here you go. If you want to know what an obstacle is, it's anything that you use to make an excuse to not do what you're wanting to do. Oh, there you go. Why don't you say that one more time, doctor, so I can ring my bell. An obstacle is anything that you use to make an excuse to keep you from doing what you're trying to do. In other words, any excuse will do. That's your obstacle. I say that about a lot of things and a lot of people. Any excuse will do. So that's what happens with a lot of times we just, the excuses abound and it so does. so we don't get off our butt and make any changes and that's it we got to get off our butt wow get off our little hiney yeah any action that we do requires effort okay we're gonna have to put some effort into this um you, we can't leave life in fate's hands we got to go from the external locus of control to what can i control where is my power what can i do and that applies for so many people in the situations they're in in life. That and, and maybe right now a lot of our listeners are going, man, I'm not happy with this, 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 and this in my life. The power is yours. Do something. That's what I hear you saying, doctor. And I'm challenging you to take one of those things. Go and start small. working small ball. that one thing. All right. Small ball. You know, be confident. You have to believe in yourself. Right. Yeah. And that's hard for a lot of people, don't you think? Because they've been beaten down by life and maybe parents as children and coworkers or whatever, siblings that have told them all along that they're never going to mount to hill beans. Absolutely. So they have to start changing those, that self-talk, those thoughts. Right. So that they can find that confidence. Be confident in yourself. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. And this is where people get very discouraged because they want big expectations in a little bit of time. Right. We're the microwave generation. We are. This isn't a microwave gratification. That's what we want. This is one step, one step. You know, it's funny because confidence can go a long way. I know someone who doesn't have a very high education, however, has a a job with highly educated people. And the only reason why he stands his ground in his position is he's so confident. Mm Mm-hmm. That Good he point. exudes more than what he really is and just this confidence that he carries. That's great. Good idea. Wow. So let's start being confident. All right. So what are the positive sides to change then? Why should we, audience, do something about this passivity that some of us are struggling with? Well, change makes our life less boring. Yeah. You know, especially in passivity, it's same old, same old. You hear people say, oh, same stuff, different day. Right. The passive people will tell you that. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It allows us to experience new things, makes us understand different points of view. It energizes us. It motivates us. Change is that driving force. Change is fun. It is. Take a road trip. (laughs) You know, part of the human experience is all about change, if you think about it. We change days, we right. change seasons, we oh, change that's right. months, change years. It, being human is all about change. We don't stay stagnant ever. The sun doesn't come up and set at the same time too many days in a row. Right. It's always changing. Weather changes constantly, etc. Yeah. 
And so you're saying change is good. So our yes, encouragement to you passive people out there that maybe have identified that this is a problem with you, be bold, be be brave, you know, courageous, make some changes. As we said, small's great. Make a few changes, set some goals. You know, spice up your life a little bit. Yeah, you know? try something new. Go to a ball game. Do something different. Whatever. How about just drive a different route to work? There you go. It's doing it different because yeah. what happens is we keep our brain on this automatic system, and it's it makes our brains just kind of go in passive mode. We need our brains active, and exactly. to get our brains active, we have to start doing something a little bit different. Oh wow, excellent! You know, wash your dishes backwards from the other side of the sink forward i'm just <laughs> i'm telling you those are the things that get our brain in active there mode. you go um because that's what we need because here's the deal boredom is going to set you to be vulnerable to be passive right and when you're feeling bored you're going to fall victim to passivity and it steals your enthusiasm and it steals your livelihood and it steals the quality of your life Oh, I don't think you could have summed it up any better than that, Dr. Angel Falzoni, because that tells us the reason why we should do something about passivity in our lives. And we should become more active in every area of our lives. Read a good book. Go to Pick a beach. Pick up your phone and call someone you haven't heard from. Right. Just do some new things. Do it new. And uh, make some changes. For Absolutely. The, and it will be really rewarding. Wow, this has been great. It, I, we had no idea when we started this it was going to take us three or four weeks to get through this material that we decided to talk about. We have no idea where we're going to be next week, but we know we'll be right here at this time, and which is 6 o'clock Eastern, 6.06 p.m. exactly, Thursday nights live. If you are listening on the Starcom Media Network and you'd like to catch the shows live, then it's easy. Go to www.tantalk1340.com, push the listen button, and you can actually see us by video and hear us. And that is 7, or I mean 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday nights is when we do the show live. Starcom Media Network people and listeners are scattered around the globe. Welcome, and we're glad that you're listening to Go Yard. And we want to hear from you, 727-888-4171, or go to our website, goyard1340.com, no, 2014.org. <laughs> I, I got it, I've got it right here, goyard2014.org, and you can listen to all the shows that we've done up through May. All right. Have a great week. And this has been Dr. Angel and Mama Mac and bringing you Go Yard and challenging you to live a more productive life. Have a great week. Good night. See you next week.